did you have your second bombshell ready to go? Yeah, I'm not sure, like, <laughs> I'm not sure if we're actually going to include this because it's kind of, like, really major. That's I'm not okay. sure if I ever told you. The second major bombshell is I am still a virgin. No way! Yes. <laughs> the way you're sitting there, like, you kind of look <laughs> like, um... <laughs> Like a final boss who just like fooled me, fooled me bad. <laughs> <laughs> you all thought I had sex. I'm like Bowser. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Really? So you just mean yeah. by that like penetrative sex? Yeah, I've done like most everything else except for that like anal penetrativeness. Oh, is there a reason? Um, the type of men I've been seeing, and like the man I'm currently seeing. I guess, like, I'd say more into, like, mask guys, and, like, lots of guys I've sort of gone after have, like, been straight at first, but, like, lots of them are, like, now, like, really bi, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. I think That's a lot kind of, of a flex, still... not gonna... Yeah, yeah sorry. <laughs> um, a lot of them are, um, like, un- sort of still, like, uncomfortable with, like, trying it with a guy. Really? Like, it's, like, a, it's, like, a huge step for some guys. And, like, I understand it to some degree, and then I don't understand it to some degree. Yeah. Because it's interesting that, like, they've lost their virginity with women before, and Mm -hmm. they'll do it a lot with women, but then they won't or they're scared to do it with a man. Yeah. That's actually really interesting. Yeah, I wonder if it's, like, an intimacy thing, like, being on that level with, like, someone of your own sex. Yeah. Or maybe it's just, like, the thought of societal repercussions, maybe. As if, like, they're, they're straight until their penis is in someone's ass and then they're gay to all of society. But it's, it's just interesting because it's, like, like, the guy I'm seeing right now, like, it's weird, like, we're, we're able to explore to where he likes being rimmed, but then, like, we're not able to go the full way with him, like, fucking me. Yeah. It's kind of a messy situation. That is a little messy. Um, would you be okay if you never did that together? Well, I know celibacy is a huge thing in, like, school, and they try to force that on us a lot. <laughs> um, but I just turned 22, and I, I want to lose it. Like, I thought I was going to lose it in year 21. Yeah. Like, 21 years of age. But I keep on saying it's going to happen this year, but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, and it's, like, so dependent on him because you're Another person. Yeah. And then it's like I know I could lose it if I want because you could just hop on like any social media app and basically just like find a really desperate guy who wants to hook up yeah but uh I mean like if you're going into a relationship with someone then obviously you you have to like either stay committed to that person or like break it off and then then you can start seeing multiple people you know Mm -hmm. is that something that's like playing in your mind like do you have a deadline where you're like if I don't lose it by the end of 22 like this relationship's gonna end kind of thing I I don't know how healthy this is, but I personally hate having, like, concrete deadlines for, like, what needs to happen in a relationship. Mm-hmm. I hate, like, sort of forcing people to sort of do something. Like, if they really don't want to do it, then, like, I'd rather, like, we just still, like, be dating or be, like, boyfriends or something. Yeah. But, like, it's interesting. I think because I've been without sex so long, like, the things we're doing are the, the only things and the farthest I've ever gone. So it's, like, the the pleasure threshold I have it's yeah. only to that extent so far yeah so maybe so maybe when I like finally have uh like anal sex maybe then I'll want it more often but maybe because I haven't had it yet it's like I'm fine with where I am right now but I in my mind I'm like yeah I do want to have that level soon but I have no basis of like what it's gonna feel like 
I've heard anecdotes of what people say to me, but it's mm. one thing to like hear someone talking about it. And that's another thing to like experience it, you know? Yeah, it's also so personal. Yeah, like I don't think I could be that person to just like randomly go see a guy and hook up with them and like lose my virginity, you know? Because mm-hmm. I'm not sure if it's because I went to Catholic school, but and I know like virginity sort of is like a social construct. Uh, I think it is, but it's also like, even without that social construct, I think we are... It's my first time still. Yeah, we're still like invested in firsts, no matter what it is the first of. Yeah, so maybe like part of me wants to like wait so that I can look back on my first time and like appreciate it Mm -hmm. rather than like, oh, it it was like some fling with a random person, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that's valid. I don't like, I honestly, like obviously don't know what it's like for men, but like for me, I don't think I would have anal with someone I didn't trust a lot Mm -hmm. like I feel like that's very vulnerable Mm -hmm. um so I guess like in a certain sense that you could say it's a sacrifice that I'm making the person I'm seeing right now like I'd rather we not do it until he's comfortable yeah because I, I love the relationship we're in yeah and I'd rather do something less but still have this person in my life and like have the personal connection even just like outside of the bedroom yeah that's really nice that's really sweet i feel mm-hmm. like with that being said i think he would feel so loved and appreciated to know that you're feeling that way because i also i know like some people who choose to wait until marriage or whatever are so worried about what their partner's gonna think and like if they're gonna be able to last that long all that shit mm-hmm. so it's really nice that you have taken it upon yourself to like make it very clear to you and him mm-hmm. that you aren't it, waiting on anything yeah i'm not just like mute about it like we i openly communicated about it every once in a while just to like because obviously again, i'm not trying to force it but i am trying to i just try and bring up the the agenda i guess mm-hmm so I just let him know that, like, I'm still thinking about it or, like, it's important to me. So, yeah. like, this, this communication, like, even if it's a small thing, like, I guess you could say this communication, like, opened up the first bombshell. Yeah. And, like, it's, like, we're getting closer and closer every time. Yeah, that's really cool. Do you think he'd be more open? Probably not. But do you think he'd be more open to being the bottom? Oh, I no way. Like, <laughs> maybe after a while if we're together and we've done it a lot but I think like he's like strictly top material and he, it's just like outrageous to in his mind to like think otherwise mm-hmm. but he was straight for a long time so I think he does have like a heterosexual mindset to some degree still mm-hmm. how was it um because I know what like when you first started dating he was very uncomfortable with like expressing his homosexuality like in public and in general or at least that's what I understood from what you told me um Mm -hmm. how did it feel like having you being past those internal blockades and like having gotten over your own trauma and being in a place of self-acceptance but then having to guide another person through their own blockades yeah so I think you kind of hit on it so it was I cried a few times because it reminded me sort of of feeling trapped like I was in high school. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was, I did cry at the beginning sometimes in our relationship because I was feeling like he wanted me to like conceal parts of myself just to like fit in with society Mm -hmm. and 
just because I am taking like a social a sociology major, like the whole concept of like of certain ways of trying to fit in society just like really bugged me. Mm-hmm. I hate when people conform in certain ways to society. And I think like sexuality, obviously like with the exception of like pedophilia and like rape and stuff, like you shouldn't have to conform. But I will say like it did make me a stronger person because I had to be in a relationship and I had to be okay with who I was and know that like this insecurity is like his own insecurities and it's his own feelings about himself that he's projecting onto me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it's like out of fear. So my mindset was like, if I can come from a place of love and acceptance and I can show him like where I'm at and like, because I am more feminine and flamboyant than him, if I can sort of show him that like I got through it, then like his sexual journey of like bisexuality, like he can accomplish or come to terms better with it. True. Which like where we are now, it's like not even an issue anymore. That's awesome. It sounds like you helped him a lot. Yeah, it's nice. Um, I just like also was trying to be um, aware that like I'm not here to, it's, it's difficult because like when you're in a relationship, like you're, you can't be there to just like, change this person or change them into who you want them to be mm-hmm. you can't force them to change mm-hmm. like they have to want to so does he identify as gay or bisexual he's bisexual he has like a he has a preference for men mm-hmm. i'd say it's like 75 25 does that make you insecure knowing a that he's been with women and b that he finds women attractive um Knowing that he's been with women, it doesn't really affect me. I'm not sure why. Like, he's, we've actually, like, just randomly talked about his, like, sexual experiences with women before, just because I'm so interested by it. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. <laughs> but it's, it's, like, interested platonically. It's not, like, from a jealous place. I'm just interested by, like, straight sex <laughs> in, like, a platonic way. You're like, this is so mysterious. Yeah. I'm like, this is a unicorn. <laughs> I, um, I never thought about it, but have you ever kissed a woman? jokingly and like for fun yeah but never like seriously so you're basically like a gold star gay pretty much yeah like i've touched and like grazed women's boobs but like that was like on ac- <laughs> it's been like accidental every time <laughs> um well, it, it helps me you're gay because they don't get pissed off at you <laughs> they're just like they're just like oh my god slay queen you can touch them anytime you want no way <laughs> milk those titties Ew. yeah <laughs> uh sorry where were yeah. we oh no you're totally <laughs> i was having a very vulnerable moment and then we just switched so it. no i'm kidding it's okay um i don't even remember we, i think we were talking about um like if you're uncomfortable with him having been with women and being attracted oh. to women like do you get upset when he like checks out women no because he doesn't because he's really into me Mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry um, that right. sounds really conceited no um, keep that energy or like it, no it's it's almost funny now because like it's weird like I actually check out hot women in like a platonic way mm-hmm. it's like we sort of have like, I, it's weird like we have the same like type in women I guess oh my god <laughs> so, so sometimes I'll just be like like yesterday we went to the mall and I was like damn she's got a nice ass but um no it doesn't really bother me because I don't really notice it because I know at the end of the day like he's into me and he's with me Mm-hmm. I, I'd say, like, at the very beginning of our relationship, like, I was more uncomfortable with, like, him being bi. And, like, it's, like, so stupid when I think about it now. Because it's, like, it's kind of, like, biphobic, if you think about it. Because mm-hmm. I was, like, oh, my God, like, 
I have to worry about guys and girls, like not just like guys or something. Yeah, that's the classic like, line that they always say. They're like, I got double the competition. Yeah. Like but literally was, not how it works. <laughs> yeah, but that came from like a place of my own insecurity for like, because like at the beginning of our relationship, I felt like such a strong need to like, I, I for some reason, I just really wanted a boyfriend. And I'm not sure if it was just like wanting like more stability in my life. But to a certain extent, I was like, I just need a boyfriend. Like I need someone. Mm-hmm. But then he kind of clocked me and was like, oh, you just want to get with, like, someone or anyone who's available so that you feel, like, more, you have, like, a temporary stability in your life. And I was like, oop. Um, (laughs) Okay. Oh, shit. Yeah, and I went and cried and I realized he was right. And then, (laughs) and then I just, like, got over it the more we spent time together because I realized, I guess I just realized, like, if he's spending the more time he's spending with me it means like the more time he wants to be with me so Mm -hmm. yeah the trust and and the confidence and all that yeah we did go on a break for like a little bit and he did sort of like not like leave me but like we sort of like he was like interested in this woman he was going to like school with her and they were just sitting beside each other in class all the time and he was really stressed with like school during that semester that he was in Mm -hmm. so I whenever he's like stressed with school or work or something like he sort of likes to not like take it out on me but like it just I just bear the brunt of it because like when you're in a relationship with someone it's kind of how it works Hmm. or maybe it doesn't but that's how it worked in ours (laughs) for a while I didn't say that (laughs) okay (laughs) your your lack of uh (laughs) my lack of being like yeah (laughs) yeah um that's how it was for a long time but he's better now um well, that's good. Yeah. Um, so the stress he was feeling, he was taking out on me, and then he was feeling these feelings for a woman. So he decided to end things with me. And I was, like, really heartbroken because he told me, too, that, like, he was having feelings for, like, a woman. Yeah. And, like, that really hurt. Like, and yeah. it was kind of, like, really close to the time when I had just gotten over that insecurity of, like, having to look out, that biphobic feeling of, like, having to, like, watch out for both genders. Mm-hmm he literally like texted me like two days later and was basically like I was wrong Mm. and it was because like he went to go have like this conversation he started to go talk to this girl and he realized that all this time that he had been with me like we had built like this really deep personal connection that went like past sex if that makes sense Mm -hmm. and um first of all he didn't want to like start over with someone else because he still had feelings for me he realized and he just realized he was like more into guys so it's kind of weird because he does still identify as bi but he is like more into men than women mm-hmm. and he he's he sort of explained that he does sort of like crave that that's sort of, i guess it's not like masculine energy but that energy that guy energy that he can be with a guy and feel protected mm. so i guess like unless he's with sort of like a more like masculine woman or buff woman i'm not sure if he would feel that way yeah. Because he says it's more than just, like, the uh, emotional stability that, like, a woman can give. So I'm not sure. It's yeah. interesting. That is interesting. I'm, hmm. I feel like that is going to be really controversial for a lot of people who are listening. Because I feel like a lot of people would have not taken him back. Yeah. I mean, I was really sad. and I was really conflicted on what to do. And um, the part of me that was thinking from, like, anger and resentment was just wanting to be like, fuck him, like, you can be on your own and you can do it. 
then the other part of me was just I wanted to see where things would go and end up because I still because I still like, like him yeah so I took him back and but I said that like things things would have to drastically change I can't like force him to drastically change but he was gonna have to take steps and we're gonna have to communicate to like make this relationship work so it's like not toxic yeah for sure so we created this system actually we call it check-in and we Uh do it once a day where we where we check in with each other and we like deeply honestly like holding nothing back like we talk about how we're feeling like we're checking in so it's a good form of like communication I remember you telling me about that and I actually integrated into my relationship at the time and so we did the check-ins and it became a thing where if we felt like someone was really off but like they didn't want to talk about it or they were having trouble like getting the words out we had one check-in a day that we could use we were like you're not allowed to hide this from me like we need to talk about this you need to be open right now Mm-hmm. And so we each had like our one check-in pass a day. And so we could use it on each other. And like, it was never used maliciously, obviously, but I think it works really well yeah. to know that you're getting like full honesty, full vulnerability. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like this is more like lighthearted example, but once we were playing Uno together and I was feeling like so annoyed that like, he was like, are you okay? And I was like, I'm fine. And he was like, <laughs> check in. And I was like, I'm pissed you beat me, I do know. <laughs> and so, yeah, it works for, like, lighthearted moments, too. But, like, some, I'm, like, a really competitive person. So sometimes I get really annoyed when, like, I get destroyed at Monopoly or Uno. <laughs> I but love then, like, it that. Also, it works on a deeper level, too, when you're, like, sad about something or, like, something's really bothering you. And it's yeah. not just, like, about losing a card game. <laughs> yeah, I agree. You might, um, <clears throat> sorry. You might be a good person to ask this one question. Um, how do you feel about hand jobs? Like, can they be better than blowjobs? Just to start us off. I prefer blowjobs on myself, but I know like the guys I've seen, they actually, how do I explain it? So when I'm with, okay, well, first of all, there's the dichotomy between like, if you're cut or uncut, like mm-hmm. I'm uncut. So I find it easier to like, give hand jobs to guys who are cut because you obviously have like that natural foreskin that's moving mm. versus like I don't know it looks so hard for um uh guys who are cut because it's like there's like less friction or like mm-hmm. just like less less jiggly wiggly <laughs> that's the real problem in society today is that the men don't have enough jiggly wiggly yeah and I'm like oh my god that must so suck it looks like it's painful it looks like you're just like rubbing skin back and forth like I know that's what you're doing with uncut penises but like there's like that natural sort of like like a little protective barrier i'm sure like you you being uncut probably like affects your perspective on that yeah like i have it easier i'd say than a a cut person but obviously that's my biased opinion maybe a person who's cut is like oh no i have it easy like because i know like some people are really grossed out by people who have uncut dicks and then i know other people who are really grossed out by people who have like cut dicks i've only heard people being mean about uncut i've never heard anyone being mean about cut but good to know that there's equal hate literally like wendy williams like trashed uncut dicks and i felt so self-conscious about myself for like an hour Mm. it's so it's so mean I was in um I was coming back from a show with a group of people who were kind of friends um and we went back to one of their houses and then they had a hot tub so we got in the hot tub and it was like a little jacuzzi session we were all like boozy and you know partied out 
And so we were just like having like a lot of like, I think we were having bro talk. <laughs> oh my God. I, I think that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we were, they started talking about, they made a joke about um, maybe some guy is uncut, right? Like as mm-hmm. an insult. And I was like, what's wrong with that? <laughs> And then the whole hot tub started going off on people who were on cut. They were like, it looks disgusting. It's gross. It's dirty. And I was just like freaking out. I was like, I don't have a penis. So I don't think I know enough to comment on this. Oh my gosh. But it's so, I don't, I don't know where that hate came from. Where does that come from? I don't know. Like, I know there's like the religious perspective that like you're supposed to circumcise men, but I'm not sure how relevant it is, but I've read certain medical journals saying that like uncircumcised penises, you actually have more protection in like your penile area from Mm -hmm. like bacteria and diseases getting in because Mm -hmm. you have that extra layer of protection. But that could just be me also trying to do confirmation bias. Yeah. (laughs) 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 I'm not sure how accurate it is. Yeah. But that's that's one perspective I've heard. And then I think it also depends like how much force can you have. Like I actually don't have like a lot, but I've seen like certain uncut penises where like it like pillows over, like mm-hmm. it billows over. And then <laughs> the, the 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 hand motions you're doing right now are kind of like a like drapes yeah, blowing in the wind. <laughs> yeah, it looks like they're like drapey and I'm <laughs> like like oh, I feel bad cuz even to an extent like that sort of weirds me out cuz it's like it's clumping together. It's like folding over top. I feel like you wouldn't do well with a vagina. It's all clumping yeah. and folding. <laughs> yeah, it's like kneading bread. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not good about I'm not good about anatomy. <laughs> um yeah, like to be fair, I haven't seen anyone with a very long foreskin. So I don't know what the situation is there. But I don't know. I like it. I <laughs> makes me think of Congrats. <laughs> <laughs> It it reminds me of, no, no. I mean, you're right. Like, I feel like I don't really want a man to have an opinion on my vagina. So I shouldn't have an opinion on his foreskin, but. Well, I think it's like kneading bread. You know what? We can just have to disagree on our organs. Yeah. Okay. We'll leave it. I think we agree. (laughs) Yeah, I think we do. (laughs) Um, It kind of reminds me of those pens you used to have as a kid where there was like multiple colors in one pen. Oh my God. You like slide it out. I liked those pens though. So does that mean I'd like vaginas? No, not the vagina, the penis. Oh, okay. That's why I like penises. (laughs) Yeah, there we go. Makes sense. Um, The most current guy that I've been seeing, he's cut. So it's weird whenever he wants me to give him a hand job because I feel like I'm not doing anything. Like, I feel like nothing's happening, but he, like, he enjoys it though. So I'm doing something, but I, I actually, I prefer like the double maneuver of like giving a blowjob and a handjob at the same time. Yeah. I think like that's from a lot of guys that I've serviced. It used to be the crowd favorite. Yeah. They really enjoy that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would agree with that. I feel like, yeah. If you're going for like a, a one night stand situation, I feel like that's the go-to, right? Like. A little, a little tactical team up. But yeah. if you're in like a long-term relationship 
and things are getting kind of stale, I find it's mm-hmm. fun to like give yourself a little challenge. Yes. I'd also say that um, as long as like uncut guys are just like kind of like showering and like washing their dicks before I'd say that's the only thing you really have to do. Like we have to do a bit more prep, I guess you'd say mm-hmm. beforehand, but it's not that big of a deal. I find like once you're, once you just get the, once the you get it down. Of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm going to be real. I, you know what? Men don't wipe after they pee, which makes sense. I'm sure it would hurt to just wipe the head of your penis, but you know, you just let it dry like that. So I kind of want a man to be showering every time we have sex, preferably, even if you're circumcised, I think you should just do it. Yeah. I don't know how women angle their vaginas into a toilet. (laughs) It looks like you're like doing archery or something. What does that mean? Is my well, vagina like, the bow? Yeah. And the pee is the arrow? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, so like, no, because like with guys, it's easier because it's like, it's like a hose. You can just aim it. Yeah. I mean, we don't have to aim it. We know we just sit. But I feel like with like a vagina, it's like a Wii controller that's trying to connect to the Wii. Like you kind of have to angle <laughs> it in certain ways. <laughs> I don't know how much control you think we have over our vaginal walls, but there's no angling going on. <laughs> I really want to name my daughter Urethra. Just, okay. All right. Uh, yeah, Urethra like, short. Uh, yes, please, sir. Oh, sorry. Your boo? I have rice now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think, like, naming my daughters and sons after vaginal parts would be really cool. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be a super feminist uh, idea Thank for you. you. Yeah. <laughs> this is the future the liberals want. Okay, um, I'm gonna choose another fun one. You can eat your rice while we're on a little intermission. Your eyes are so beautiful. Thank you. I have one. What? Because you're like a big skincare nerd. Um, and you worked at Sage for a little bit. So do you have like a really... Ask at Sephora. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, Your Honor. You also got fired from Sephora. So, I mean, if you're going to bring that yes. up, um, I might as well bring that up. Why don't we? Okay. Well, they low-key had like a little bit of like a toxic work environment. So I'm glad they let me go. Were you in the skincare department? Yeah, it was nice. Oh my god, you got so much free makeup and skincare. Did skincare people have to wear makeup? Yeah, like, we always had, like, themes. There were lots of, like, winter wonderland themes when I was working there, because it was near Mm -hmm. the Christmas. But, like, my whole ethos was, like, if you take better care of your skin, like, you don't have to wear as much makeup. So I didn't wear makeup, which I don't know if that pissed them off. They were like, we're gonna hire this man, but we hate him and his superiority complex. Honestly, I was kind of thinking, because you got fired for such a dumb reason, you used a different credit card than the one they had on file to, like, buy your own stuff. And so they were like, you're stealing and buying stuff for other people. But that's, you know, aside, I feel like that's such a small mistake. I feel like they had a vendetta against you. Yeah, well, I think they were just looking for any reason to fire me, because technically the card I used, it's like a joint card. So it was, like, attached to me and my mom. It literally was your card. Yeah, then. so it got flagged in their system, they said. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think the possible reasons for them hating you are, other than you're not wearing makeup? Um, they were, like, intensely, like, liberal there. And, like, I'm pretty liberal, too, but, like, I'm all for, like, having discussions about, like, conservatism and, like, 
seeing both sides of something because like sociological perspective I guess mm-hmm. I wasn't trying to play like devil's advocate or anything and like I made one comment like one joking comment about the patriarchy to like a woman and she freaked the fuck out at me like a customer no not a customer like an employee that I was friends with there she went off on you she was like you don't understand the female experience Yeah, we were moving all the furniture in our store and I accidentally like boxed her in with a bunch of chairs. And I just kind of like, I like joking, like blocked her from getting out. And I was like, haha, looks like the patriarchy's got you. She, it looked like she was going to kill me. Like, and then she went and told management and they sat me down for like a 40 minute conversation. You're like, this is my degree. I know. And I was like, um, the management people were like, well, you shouldn't say something like that. And I was like, but I, I was joking i wasn't like i didn't go up to her and i was like i'm a man i'm the patriarchy you are worthless i just jokingly like boxed her in like if anything i'm gonna be the biggest critique of the patriarchy because i'm a gay feminine conforming guy Mm. so yeah i felt annoyed by that but leaving there led me to my stylist job and also working at my restaurant job and those are like perfect places right now so i guess they did me a favor (laughs) Yeah, fuck them. Fuck Sephora. Yeah. Also, the discount was only 20% off. So if you're thinking Ugh. about working there, like, don't. Boo. I, give me a 50% discount or higher or, it's, or I'm not working there, you know? I would like to clarify that I am unemployed and searching. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, I don't mean that. Please hire me. I'll take any dis- I'll take no discount. Hell, I'll pay you. That's not true. All this oh to say... Gosh. All this to say, I just wanted to know if you had, like, a physical self-care routine that's, like, really intense. Like, do you have, like, skincare products for your body? Um, I have certain ones. Like, I have, like, a moisturizer, and I have, like, a body polish exfoliator, and, like, I have a body moisturizer, but I don't use them as often, because it's, for me to do, like, my full, like, slow down, like, wellness routine, it'd probably take me, like, two or three hours. Of course. Um, as so, it like, should. if I- if I'm getting off at work at like one o'clock in the morning, I don't want to be up between like 12 and four in the morning to, doing my wellness routine. Cause like it might be wellness, but then, then I'm just like fucking over my sleep. So it's not really wellness at the end of the day. <laughs> um, yeah. Loses sleep over trying to do full skincare routine. That's supposed to replenish what you lost <laughs> yeah. from not getting sleep. I like my skin, my skin is insensitive, but it is only when I'm shaving, which is pretty common for men. So I use, like, a very bougie, like, shaving cream. Mm. And it's, like, the only shaving cream I've ever used that has never broken me out before from shaving. Drop the name. It's called Beard Lube by Jack Black. (laughs) It's by Jack Black? Yeah, not, like, the Jack Black. Oh, my God. Yeah, you can get it at Sephora. It's, like, not super expensive, but it's still, like, pricey. It's, like, it's, like, $50 for a bottle of shaving cream. Damn, Jack Black would never, like, the Jack Black would never. He would never price it that high. It's because, like, for the first year of university, I was using, like, Shopper's, like, $6, like, shaving cream. Mm -hmm. And, like, I had, like, the most fucked up skin in, like, first year of university. Like, my skin was so fucked up from shaving. So it's one of those things, like, I just, like, need to buy. Mm -hmm. I know it's, like, ridiculous to lots of people, but we all have, like, something ridiculous that we buy. yeah. Yeah, I'm not shaming you. We all Sounds need like our... it. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm shaming Jack Black, the less po- the less famous one. I've heard that, like, the real Jack Black actually hates the company. Like, he thinks their products are bad. <gasps> I hope they fight to the death. Because I know that Kung Fu Panda is going to win. 
Yeah, to be fair, like, their shaving cream is, like, the only product I like from their line. Everything else I've tried from them has been kind of bad, so. Mm. I might try it. I'm constantly looking for a way to not have ingrowns when I shave my downstairs. So, I'd try anything. I've, like, done extensive skincare treatments on my bussy. Whenever I, like, exfoliate, like, my butt and groin area and, like, moisturize it and put on, like, a nice oil down there, the next day I wake up, I feel like I'm, like, a two-year-old just like being birthed for the first time my god (laughs) slipping out of your silk sheet you're like this is the experience the the experience more is like when you get in for bed that night and you feel like super silky and like your shitty beds blankets (laughs) and like you feel like a million dollars you have so much money just like soaking into your skin and you're laying in like costco sheets Mm mm-hmm I think my laptop's on 5% and I'm not going to be able to record in my room because I'm near the highway. So I think I'm going to have to call it quits, at least for the recording. Okay. But thank you for coming on. I had so much fun. Thank you for having me. Oh. Um, and thank you everyone for listening. See you next time. Bye.